crave them, um, and I karaoke them. Okay. Welcome back to Ranking Things with Levi. I am Levi. This was a blast to record. I guess I say that every time, but this one was super fun. Uh, this is Ranking Hip Hop Groups with my Aunt Sarah Prince. Um, this was the list she requested, and I was super happy to do it. As I explained, I do have kind of a complicated relationship with hip hop music. Um, I love parts of it and don't love parts of it. Some of the messages are great and some are awful. Um, but I think this is also kind of a, maybe even a nerdier episode in general. Uh, we talk a lot about the difference between rap and hip-hop, um, which and I think maybe we talk too much about it, but I do think it's an interesting conversation, and there's probably someone who knows more about it than us, but anyways, it's, it, it, that's, that's most of the intro. And then uh, we go on a, a few tangents. I discuss my choice for favorite song or best song ever um, later in the episode, and, uh, and uh, so it's yeah, a super fun episode. Thanks again to Aunt Sarah, and now here we here is... Today on Ranking Things, I have Sarah Prince. What's Hi. up? How you doing? <laughs> Sarah, you are my aunt, for those who don't know, uh, and my coworker, uh, and a very good friend of mine. I'd say you're in my inner circle of people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like you, too. Ah, good. Yeah. And um, we're going to rank hip-hop groups. Um, I, I, we, we, we've been talking already about a bunch of things that we wanted to include in the beginning of the show before we get in to our list. Okay. Um, we talked about... Uh, hip-hop and rap and kind of the differences um let's skip that okay. they're just different mm-hmm. right okay. uh, they are different i think people would know what are I'll your thoughts for that yeah what are your thoughts on just what was your, what would be your definition the difference between hip-hop and rap yeah you had a lot to say um so to <laughs> me uh i'm wondering if encapsulated version of what you said is that hip-hop is more uh lyrical and rap is more lyrics Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Concentration on lyrics. Okay. Like we talked about Eminem. I would I would call him not a hip hop artist. Right. Like he cares what what He's matters what matters to Eminem listeners is his raps. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the gymnastics that he does. Yeah. Right? And that that matters in our list because there, there's these are all collections of rappers in some cases. Mm-hmm. Like specifically, we're going to talk about um, like Wu Tang Clan. It's like yeah. that is uh, rappers. Right. That's who that's who they are. So I will say, to me, it's, it is, might be a combination of who was in that group sure. and where they went, yeah. as well as, you know, maybe just impact, uh, yeah, impact. Full, full all-out impact of that Culture, specific right. group. And there's a change, so let's, start, let's tell our stories about how we came to hip-hop music, or rap music, hip-hop music, whatever. Um, I... As, as you obviously well know, but maybe our list, my listeners don't know, it, you know, grew up as a homeschooler and have struggled with liking rap because the fact is I liked it. Like I've, I've come to it out of curiosity, but the, what it's saying is very different from my lifestyle. Um, and I've, I've often gone back and forth with like listening to it a bunch or not. Um, I have a very specific it. memory of you being, I don't know, maybe 11, uh-huh. 10 or 11 uh-huh. and me being your wise Ten and a half year older yeah. aunt bestowed you with uh-huh. a De La Soul tape okay. and said, "Listen to this." Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and you came back to me. You know this story? No. And you said, "Yeah, that sucks." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "You're wrong." 
I, I should think more about not right now because it would take some thought. Like like my first, I think it actually would be Eminem, the real Slim, Slim Shady in two thousand one. That got me ninety nine. No, no Limp, you know what's embarrassing? It's probably Limp Biscuit, like the rap rock crossover, okay. and then which is awful. I'm not, I'm not accepting. Uh, the, Limp as the, as and the rap gateway, the same as the gateway into That's searching like out other things. That's like saying Nickelback was my first favorite group. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it was my favorite. I never said it was my okay. favorite. I say it was the gateway drug that got it me in there. Sh- and it's and it's my number. And actually, it's my and actually it's my number five Limp Biscuit. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, the uh, uh, so I'm exploring it through the radio, going back doing history. I was I'm a, I was way into Tupac vs Biggie. I thought that was fascinating, and then sure. I was just having to catch up on all that. Um, and 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 now, like I would say, like number one is one of my favorite groups. Like like one of my favorite bands. If someone wow. says, "What's your favorite music?" Well, it's this. It's this group. Oh, interesting. Is it, it's, it's that important to me that the, that number one is, and and we're gonna, and my number one, and number two are very separated. I think from the rest I struggled actually ranking the rest huh. for me so yeah. um that's my story let's t- so how how did you come into okay music? so for me it was a matter of that I was bused for school purposes and ended up in not so nice neighborhoods right so for high school specifically I was in North Hollywood which was not the know-ho that it is today, right. it was right. Much more very gritty, um, very rough, uh, 2% white. Um, sometimes when I'm doing the highlight reel, I tell people, because this is a fact, in 1993, ours was the first place in the school in Los Angeles to riot. Oh, wow. During the Rodney King yeah, riots. Yeah, the Rodney King riots. So wow. when Rodney King... You know, the day that came out, there was a riot at my high school. Right. 300 cops came, and I'm standing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. <laughs> and I, too, am there. <laughs> <laughs> so hip-hop music was a part of your culture. Yes. Growing up. Like it, is, it was not a curiosity. It was what you're in. It was where I was. Right. Um, I feel strongly that I grew up in an era when this type of sound was emerging. Yes. And that is really important to me. Right. We kind of talk about it in. Uh, I, I talked about it with Sam on my '90s music podcast that um, that the '90s main like hip hop was not mainstream. I included "No Scrubs" by TLC in my top five '90s songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you did, if when you, if I ever do the '2000s or like pop music since the year 2000, you have to include like a lot more hip hop songs. And then even today, the last yeah. ten years, it's it's I crazy. I cannot believe that you. I just literally just processed that you put No Scrubs as one of your top five songs from the 90s. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think it it was the transcendent crossover hip-hop song that hit, like, pop music. Like, it was pop, it's pop music. No Scrubs was pop music. Like, it was top 40, top 10, or whatever. What about your friends? It actually reached number one. What about all the other things they've done? Well, but that was their that was their biggest hit. I mean, okay. anyone would say that. No scrubs. That, that, no scrubs is anyone? TLC's. Uh, TLC's biggest hit is no scrubs. I will. Uh, okay. I'll argue with anyone on that one. Um, number, the other guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that is. Well, that, yeah. That, no, I, no, I didn't see that movie. Oh my god. I thought, I thought you when you said Mark Wahlberg, my head jumped to the. To, Marky Mark. No. No, Marky Mark. Uh, mm. It's called The Other Guys. Okay. It's Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, and they're crummy, untalented cops. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Michael Keaton okay. is their tough cop boss mm-hmm. who only speaks in TLC lyrics. <laughs> and it's the best thing ever. That's a ever. great concept, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, so, yes, it, it, uh, yeah, hip-hop has changed. Now it's, now it's much more mainstream, we were saying. Uh, when I'm in the grocery that? store uh-huh. and they're playing music I grew up with, I mean, frankly, it's disturbing. Right. But yeah. Yeah, and and that was not happening in grocery stores when that music was coming right. out either. Like like, by that would have been offensive. By hip hop music becoming the mainstream, it goes back and changes the past, like where these you know the, the, the groups from the past. Yeah. Um. Uh, anything else we wanted to include before we started? Uh oh, we talked about how it's an art form. It's it's an extreme art form. It's like uh, so that's why I think that's something that helps me understand some of the concepts. These people are saying things that they don't actually practice in most cases. Yeah, it's a caricature. It's a caricature form. Um, it's and a character. It's fun. Which actually people today understand so much more, or, or I don't know, do they? Like all these reality TV people who are like, that's not who I really am. Right, right, right. But yeah, no, I think most people would understand that. And I think that's been interesting when you look at some of these rappers as they get older, too. Um, like Snoop Dogg like, has been a multi-million dollar CEO of a company, really, for 20 plus years. You know, mm-hmm. like when he raps about multiple women in his life like it's just hard it's a lot harder to believe mm-hmm. um where i mentioned before rick ross uh mm-hmm. the rapper was a police officer for 15 years before he became a rapper so he raps about like violence and police activity and it's like you were literally the opposite yeah. you know to understand yeah that. but so anyways, I, a lot that, of this came from it's where they, yes, about where they came from real people, yes and, uh, and their real experience and real you know stories. who else macklemore right i've heard macklemore speak about saying Yes, I grew up poor. Yes, I grew up like this, but I can't write lyrics that have no meaning for me, and so I have to stay inside my box. Yeah. So he's saying, yeah, you know, when my world changes, then my lyrics have to change. They with have it. to. It's interesting. I think some people make that tra- change, like Macklemore has. Um, I think Kanye West has been fascinating and actually listening to what he's been saying, how he basically has talked about fame the last four or five albums, and I stopped like, listening to him. Yeah, and but and I mean maybe you and maybe I should have, but um. But it's like he has he really struggles with what to say, you know, like right. and then he'll say something stupid and braggadocious and it's like he knows it's fake and empty and he's like really, I think reaching. Dealing with it and then who knows what other problems he has right now. Um but anyways that, that has helped me understand my enjoyment of hip hop is that it this is a this is a this is a caricature art form. It's a um it's something extreme. So it captures emotions and then turns the volume up on them. Yeah. And then that's which is all art. You yeah. Know, like just capturing a real thing. And then pa- painting it for you. It's also just there's there's some there's something a- empowering even when they are even as a female right like even yeah, yeah, when they yeah. are saying things that are. You know. Male like chauvinistic sure. yeah, even yeah. when they're saying but when I'm saying it I feel like I'm kind of taking it back and I, when I'm rapping yes and it's kind of ridiculous so Chris Rock did a whole sketch in one of his comedy tours where he talked about the irony of the fact that women who would slap you if you said certain things will hear the same thing in a rap song and immediately want to dance to it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a it's an art of the uh, of the extreme. Okay, let's get into our list. What is your number 5? Okay, number 5 for me is Cypress Hill. Okay. Because their album, self-titled album in 1991, was every single song was amazing. Right. And 
we, I, I mean, there are not many times, and Tony, my husband, makes fun of me for this, where I will listen to an album in its entirety. Okay. I am not one of those people who says I need to listen it's to the whole album. It's full-on music nerd, yeah. Right. I don't buy that. Uh-huh. I'm all about... That's, you're, a lot of people that way. Yeah, I would if say, I like a song, then I'm going to listen to a song. Right. But if you made a whole album full of crap, I don't have to sit, spend yeah. my time on that. Yeah. And that's what's actually great about Apple Music now. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. But right. anyways, yeah, so that whole album was great. It was very much tied to the, that era of high school. So, I mean, that album came out, it says in 1991, I looked it up. But, you know, going back to the Rodney King riots, that was in 93, April of 90, no, April of 92. Yeah, 92. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was very much to me this, this soundtrack, the soundtrack for that time. Right. Hand now, on the pump. How I could just kill a man, pig. Big. That's big. all it was about. It's interesting that you include him. I don't think like, like I I think a true music journalist or nerd or some employee for Rolling Stone or something would say that they're not in the top five. Like like because there's not a big catalog. There's not that many huge hits. Like mm. I. But that's not that's not what we're doing. Like we're clearly yeah. we're talking about our experience. So for me, they're definitely not of a mention. I don't think the size of the catalog has anything to do with the sure. impact that they may have had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. and clearly they had an impact. They're local here to L.A. Yeah. Like you saying, the soundtrack of the rise makes total sense. Okay. Um, they were big for me in my life in February of 2000, because I, I did look this up. Mm-hmm. In February of 2000, came out, they came out with, I don't know what the name of the album was actually, but they had, but it had the Rap Superstar song, uh-huh. which played on the radio nonstop, and I loved it. That would have played on K-Rock and too. I was like 13, yeah. I think it, was, I think it had a crossover in the... Onto K Rock, which is what I was really crushing at that time. But that song doesn't resonate for me. Yeah, but it's just that that's what that's what came out when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, versus but and and a reason I don't list them is I did do my you know do my research when I was really curious. You know, it would have been six, seven, eight years later mm-hmm. from that point and go go into the back catalog and just never really got stuck into it. So so I didn't list them, but makes sense cypress hill yeah number five um also for me i said cypress hill because i saw them at the last lollapalooza uh-huh. the, the last lollapalooza that traveled outside uh-huh. of chicago uh-huh. and it was amazing but it was a rough day because we had to sit through first beck Oof. who walked off the stage and uh-huh. said you guys suck uh-huh. and then hole uh-huh. who some people may or may not remember was headed by Courtney Love, the ridiculously untalented yeah, yeah. ex-girlfriend of Kurt Cobain from Nirvana, and that sucked too. And then Cypress Hill came on, and everything was resolved. Amazing in LA too, right. like just how bad how bad that would go. What a lineup! Oh, what a lineup! What a terrible lineup! Um, <laughs> maybe that's why Lollapalooza stopped touring. <laughs> maybe my number five is the Beastie Boys. Um, I've always enjoyed just the fun that they have, and yeah, reason I, like they were meant so to me is they, K Rock really played a ton of them, um, and uh, I think just so many fun, so many fun songs, um, different too. Like they do a lot of variation, um, which I enjoy. So variation, give me examples. Like, uh, um, you know, obviously, well, they're, they're years apart, but Intergalactic is very different than Brass Monkey, uh-huh. right? Like, and so they're playing, they're playing around with different sounds. Um, but still had a very clear style. I actually was with someone a couple weeks ago, and I was laughing. I was enjoying. It was my first time hanging out with this person for a, a, a period of time. It was, um, and I said, I, I, what would I would say something funny, or someone else would say something funny, and they would repeat the funny line, 
like they would repeat the punchline to whatever the th- interaction we just had. Uh-huh. And I was like, I love hanging out with you. It's like being a member of the Beastie Boys. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like she would just holler everything that we just said. That is like, funny. With the punchline. I was like, this, and it, it just, yeah, I, I appreciate being appreciated so much. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's my number five. Uh, what is your number four? Number four for me is Tribe Called Quest. Okay. Their low end theory also, I mean, obviously, like we said in the beginning, a lot of my music worldview is shaped by a specific era in my life which yep. actually I think about all the time when I look at my kids now right but yeah low on theory award tour was my high school senior year anthem and um I still whenever anybody says who's that I yell <laughs> brown and I, I for years I feel like I was on a ship and people were with me yeah 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 like if someone was like who's that I'd be like brown and then you know five people would laugh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it's that it's, number it's has dwindled zero. yeah that's, that's that's rough so now <laughs> I just play this music for my kids yeah so that they'll know what I'm talking about right. and at least someone knows right 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 um yeah I have a tribe out quest listed um because I and so we'll, so we'll get there we'll get to that so I'm gonna go to my number four, which is NWA. Um, I uh, NWA obviously is much more a like we talk about rappers and hip hop like that is clearly rap and their careers beyond that are amazing obviously like Dr. Yeah. Dre and Ice Cube are still huge in this uh, in 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 music, um, so that would be, but 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 the album. So you made so, NWA your number four. Yeah, it's okay. not. Again, I I'm struggling after behind my top two. I struggle like okay. so. That's that's really I could see NWA at three. Sure. And you'll see my number two is emo, like it's whatever. But but so good and the albums hold up. That movie was so good that came out should have won the Academy oh, Award for Best Picture yeah, in my absolutely. opinion. That was they unreal. Didn't. And I mean it was very bubblegummy to me. Okay. Which is fine. But I mean it was really fun to watch. Yes. I guess to me I mean you when I say bubblegummy you might have wanted like, a documentary. Yeah, they were really glossing over, obviously. That's the whole thing about movies. I'm not faulting them for it. Sure, sure. And it was also amazing to be like, oh my gosh, that's Ice Cube's son. He looks exactly like him. Like, wow, this is so great. Yeah. So I enjoyed the movie, but Mm -hmm. I also felt like um, these were not nice guys. No. These were guys who came from a really they were pretty rough ang- they were place. really angry and you can hear it in the music um, yeah and I feel like specifically Ice Cube I really liked in the movie at least they gave you one touchstone yeah when Ice Cube's riding the bus home uh-huh. and um, the the gangsters stopped the bus yep. to deal with somebody yeah and he's just sitting there wild I mean that's life yeah that's right? wild that's yeah. Um, real thing but listening to music when you go back you can hear I feel like you already know Dr. Dre is the best part in that no in my opinion no listening to it, it you well but I'm listening to it I guess with history on my mind like, sure like this is you, I, yes it's easy for me to see, to say oh man I really hear the talent sure because yeah. the talent he's was incredibly there. talented was oh around, my gosh amazing obvious. but yeah I really love oh my gosh I meant to say this earlier we were talking about um, getting famous and uh-huh. then what do you talk what do you rap what about you what are you talking now? about now yep, yep. well he addressed that. He yes. literally said, forgot about Dre. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But has kept saying that. He, there's I a great know. Eminem song, Eminem, Dr. Dre. It was five or six years ago no. called uh, I Need a Doctor. Mm. And 
it was Dr. Dre's, it's Dr. Dre's first rap in like 10 years. You forgot about Dre. Yeah, and yeah. it's basically forgot about Dre again. Yeah. Like, I think it's 2014 or something. I, I'm not going to look it up. But um, it's fantastic if you want to look it up. And, uh, and uh, Eminem raps about how the whole, you know, it's the same, it's the exact same song. The whole game has gotten away and yeah. you got to bring Dre in to save the day. So but four years ago, I went to the Monsters of Kings of Rap uh-huh. concert yeah. at the Greek. Yep. Yeah. And it was De La Soul, L Cool J, Ice Cube. Um, oh my gosh, clearly that's who I was paying attention to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was one more. Oh, uh-huh. I think Public Enemy. Okay. It was amazing. Okay. And I was sitting in the audience, and the guy behind me, we were talking before. Mm-hmm. You know, Ice Cube was my favorite member. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. NWA. You're probably right. And lyrically, a monster. Uh, yeah, so good. So. Prolific, uh-huh. right? So we were talking about NWA specifically, and I said, "Gosh, I wonder how it's gonna be for Ice Cube." I mean, ha ha, what's that movie? Those movies that you know, are we there yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's this Family Guy come out? And can you know? Can is he really gonna be able to give it to us? Yeah, exactly. And he came out, and he and he slayed it. That's so awesome. Slayed perfect, perfect Ice Cube. And, you know, a couple songs, and he's like, I bet y'all thought I was going to come out here and be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he called he called, that guy. It's like he was sitting two rows Yeah, that's hilarious. We're having that conversation. That's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, today was a good day is in my, we talk about regular repertoire. I mean, we, we, we play basketball a couple times a week, so obviously I mess around and get a triple-double. Mm. Um, uh, or look up and see the Goodyear blimp, and it reads Ice Cubes. Yeah, yeah. All timelines. Um, so that was a big song everybody knew, but even that, I mean, before, he has so, no Vaseline for me uh, yeah. is like... Unreal. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, He and he's so good on a guest verse, too. I can think of a bunch of examples. Yeah. Anyways, let's keep going. Um, so which number was that for you? That's my number four. Okay. So my number four is NWA. What is your number three? NWA. Okay, cool. So yeah. as, as discussed. So yeah, we all saw the movie. Um, I'd like to add, did you know that MC Ren actually came out with at least one solo album? Uh-huh. And no, I, I owned it. Okay, good. <laughs> you did buy it. <laughs> I bought everything that came That's out. Funny. And yeah, so, so NWA, massive impact. So cultural impact, yeah. only one album, yeah. straight out of I Compton. Know. It's, hard to, it's hard to measure. Like this, We, we kind of mentioned this when we were talking before the show. Like, NWA, you measure impact of the individuals in this group, and oh, it's number one. Right. Like, this is, it's two of the most powerful people yes. today in music. Yes. Um, but, but, yeah, the one album. Easy E. Easy E. Who had Crit- to put yeah. the money down, right? No, I know, yeah. Yeah. Crucial. Um, All right. Do you have any other thoughts yeah. on NWA? Or? Yes. You were just saying it's, it's about the combination. Yeah. Um, combination of individuals. Yeah. Like, so, like, you know, you look at some of these other it's groups. powerful. Oh, that there is a song by NWA I have played for my kids um, more than once because I also quote it a lot, and okay. it's Express Yourself. Express Yourself, yeah. Great song. I love that yeah, song. Yeah, And it's totally clean. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my number three is the Wu-Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. So I putting them above... I, I, I would probably switch NWA to Wu-Tang Clan right now. Or sure. I, you ask me tomorrow, and I'll switch it back. Okay, switch um, it. Okay. <laughs> so I'll switch it. But uh, Wu-Tang Clan, just, I love the group. I love the different abilities, the different voices. I think that's the most fun part about groups is just voices. Like when you, when you are listening to Wu-Tang, it's like, oh, that's, um, you know, you know exactly that Meth, Meth Man, Red Man, or yeah. whatever, you, or you know who is talking. And uh, 
I love their kind of their characters and their mysterious nature. Like they really Was live Buster up. Buster Rhymes in Wu Tang? No. Okay. They really live up the, uh, uh, you know, kind of the the, the 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 showmanship. I would say of being in a group. Um, so uh, so yeah, they're my number four. I guess and NWA is my number three. That's fine. Um, I I your accept one? your Wu Tang being on this list. I am not sure sometimes why some people are so upset with them, and we've had this conversation a lot of times. Yeah. Like you brought me that little the statistical analysis of words and songs and that the Wu-Tang's vocabulary yeah, was it's incredible. far and away. Yeah. But I, I'm not sure w- what that means to me in terms so, of why I should care. Right, like rap, like people who are really impressive with raps. This also is a, is so a is rap So is this going back more. to I'm not that guy who listens to every single song on that album because I don't actually think I need to do that in order to be a fan? And you're saying... Well, statistic. If we do a statistical analysis of Wu Tang, which to me is the opposite of an appreciation of music, period. Okay, I mean, I, I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> I'm not saying they're, they're not my favorite band ever, but they, um, yeah, I think there's like when you listen to songs like, oh wow, that was a great rhyme or yeah. whatever. Like that's different than this hip hop song has got me moving, you know. Yeah. And it is, even no one can see on the podcast, but I just did a little dance. So, so I just said, um, I know I referenced Nickelback earlier, but it's because I saw a meme this weekend on Facebook that I thought was funny, uh-huh. and it was putting Nickelback lyrics next to Beatles lyrics. Did oh, you see okay. that? No. And it was some whatever Nickelback song I don't even know, right? Okay. But then on the right, it had the Beatles "Hello Goodbye," uh-huh. and it says. You say goodbye, I say hello, right, right, right. hello, hello. Oh, yeah. I don't know why well, you say goodbye. I say, and they're like, and this band... Is the greatest of all time. Well, that's a different point to me because cause I am one, and I'll argue this with all sorts of people, but I think the Beatles are overrated. I'll say that forever. Oh, yeah, they're not I forgot the, about that. They're yeah, not yeah. the greatest band ever, so I would. I love that meme. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, should put, you should compare Wu-Tang to them. And then exactly, decide. right. Uh, <laughs> what is your number two? Uh, number two for me is Beastie Boys. Okay. So awesome. and and that is really tough. Yeah. I, I they're almost one. Wow. I listen to the Beastie Boys frequently. Uh-huh. I listened to them this morning. Right. Uh, Brass Monkey was big for yep. me in high school. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, at every party ever on earth. Fight for the you're right. You're gonna hear Brass Monkey. Yeah. Oh, such no, the, the not right, you're right. Brass Monkey. Maybe the difference in a difference in hip hop and rap is uh, hip hop has a has a sound hook which is not a beat per se like rap there's lots of beats in hip-hop there's so many distinctive sounds like that intro or whatever that horn is that they're using on brass monkey yeah i don't know right is unreal it's it's perfect and you hear that and you know it's brass monkey oh yeah um but so you were talking earlier about uh differences and the way they're they're different sounds i mean when ill communication came out i think yeah. i don't remember what year but i think i was in high school i remember uh-huh. specifically being my junior year of high school and listening to sabotage and oh yeah so good they had a video because we used to watch videos right that came out and it was like black and white with spots of color and they were kind of on pogo sticks or something going all crazy yeah. wearing these big yellow suits that's not sabotage no though. that was from yeah. ill communication okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was say. from the other one not Sabotage the Sabotage is such a good song that song holds up so many of their songs hold up is the other thing too. oh yeah I like mean it, I was listening to them this morning right actually um, I don't remember which song but I also listen with a lot of Beastie Boys with my kids and okay. I'm proud to say that when any Beastie Boys comes on ever my, yeah. they zone in on it immediately they're like oh just like you said recognizable voice okay. cadence I like how they tell stories yeah I can't remember the name of the song I, I'm sure I'd get there if I did all the lyrics but the first lyrics of the song literally are 
here's a little story I'd like to tell yeah. about three bad brothers you know yeah, so well. well. Yeah. Started way um, back in history with... Amy, Mike, D. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what uh, is that song? That's a great song. Yeah. I um, love Shake Your Rum. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I love Sure Shot. Yes. Very good. Uh, Eggman, my kids have known since they were like two. Right. Critical. <laughs> Critical. Critical stuff. <laughs> yeah, Beastie Boys. Okay, so yeah, I like that. Uh, I'm happy to hear you had them higher. Um, oh, man. That is, yeah, so good, so fun, so entertaining. Everything. Uh, so my, what you want. That was the video. What you want. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you, what you yeah. want. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what, that's not the song. That, here's a little story. That's a, it's, a, uh, it's a girl's name, that song. I don't remember. Um, anyways, my number two is A Tribe Called Quest, previously discussed. Um, very musical, so much fun. I really enjoyed the 2016 album that came out. Um, thank you, we got it from here. Huh. Uh, they had a lot of guest raps on that, which were good, and that reminded me, because Tribe Called Quest, I'd gone to, gone to the back catalog before and mm-hmm. enjoyed it yeah. um, and listened to it, where it really stuck with me. Then that album came out, and then it did it all again. I was looking to listen to Tribe again for a while. Um, I love Check the Rhyme. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that song. There's a lot of, yeah, a lot of great tracks. It's um, so smooth. So yeah, I would say if anyone hasn't, that to be my to be my suggestion. Like this, Tribe Called Quest might be my one of my first. Like, uh, I think they're underrated, and I think people should listen to them more. Hmm. Um, in, of my, I don't know why they would my, be underrated. Like, I mean, anyone who listens to this genre of music is definitely they've heard them once. Agree that yeah. Tribe belongs in the top five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And someone who doesn't is wrong. So. I think I have a guess on your number one. Okay. I'm not going to say it. Okay. So you go for it. You want to steal my punchline? I'm not going to steal your punchline. I'm going run DMC. Okay. Is that what you thought? Yes. <laughs> I have. I put them, so that's my first honorable mention, which is fascinating because you have not mentioned my number one. Oh. So, okay, talk about run DMC. So for me, I mean, BC Boys is my true love. Yes. Um... And the other ones to me had an impact. Tribe Called Quest. The ones I listen to the most today uh-huh. is still probably Tribe Called Quest okay. and, and Beastie Boys. Right, 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 right. To me, Run DMC. The reason why they should be number one is because they weren't to me number one. I mean, there was Curtis Blow. Yep. And there, and then there was UB Ellen. Yep. And that's what started it all, right? <laughs> no one listened to this right. before. And yeah. so they didn't, it's not like they're super prolific, right. but they were, to me, that's why I said really what it came down to for me ranking was who's, who came first. To me, they took, now, did they, they came out before Straight Outta Compton or after? Oh, Way first, before. first, okay, first, okay, okay. so much. But in my opinion, that hip hop, so that, they showed the nice and fun side. Yes. A lot faster, and I'm not like a real nerd that goes back into the '70s, like the you know, like Sugar Hill Gang. I mean, this is '80s, but that's early '80s. I'm saying like some people would argue hip hop started in the '70s with Sugar Hill Gang. It doesn't. To me, they brought it mainstream, and it's different than gangster rap. It's not scary. It's fun. Yeah, things like that. So So, UB Ellen was hilarious, and everyone knew that line ever. Right. They're the first hip hop. It was the first hip hop album ever to go gold okay in wow. 1984 that's fantastic i did not know that yeah okay so, yeah i have them listed under the list with the other shout outs that's fine with a asterisk as my like this is if, if we're ranking six i guess it's my number six sure that's um, fine but i crave them um and i karaoke them okay <laughs> that's a good line um my number one is outcast okay. i love outcast so much they are. I would listen. I'll listen to them. I listen to them weekly. Like time. Like weeks do not go by that okay. I don't listen to Outkast. Like what songs? Like uh, Bombs Over Baghdad. Okay. Like um, Aquemini. Like Players Ball. Okay. Like that. Definitely. That's acceptable. Yeah. I'm saying. 
but but that to me, I am giving them credit for. I think writing, and I've I've probably said this to you before. I've said it to everybody. I'm gonna say it every podcast I get. That Hey Ya is the greatest song ever made. You're killing me, small. It's my number one greatest song. No, it's, it's greater. The worst. There's no individual track You're that's like better. You're like one headlighting me right now. <laughs> There is no individual track that's better. So I have no to get. I'm not saying no. It's the best song ever. So <laughs> I, I'm ever. serious, and I will. I'll take it against any challenger. It was the biggest hit of all time when it came out. Like it, it was obviously huge when it came yes. out. Yes. And it was. It, it's a. It's a huge crossover. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Gonna be, it's gonna be at weddings forever. It that, was. That's not an argument of. I will accept it's gonna be at weddings forever. <laughs> that's not the argument of it being. And being, James Brown. But to me, they are like the greatest. Uh, hip-hop group they both are so good individually yes. as well and they do like actually on a tribe called quest uh album three years ago there's a there's a verse from andre 3000 which is un- unreal like he's i think my favorite guest rapper of all time like his his guest verses are so good on people's songs he is a great um, rapper so Quest is on my honorable mention okay that's really funny that so yeah my number my number one is not on your list your number yeah one on my, okay. i'm glad that we were thinking straight though yeah um outcast and literally what i wrote for myself is because they created a new sound Southern music, from yeah. a new sound yes yeah so they did do something new yes and i do respect your appreciation for them because i do see yeah, they yeah, are yeah, original yeah. they uh are incredibly talented yeah. have been around a long time like three decades a lot yeah. of albums yeah 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 they do lyrical rap like yep. nobody's business very good um, they have a couple of my like, I one of my favorite lines, which mm-hmm. is this goes out to all my babies, mamas. Yes, baby, mamas, babies, mamas, mamas, mamas. Yeah. Oh man, that whole album. <laughs> mamas, that whole mamas, album mamas. is so so good. I mean, the only person who is consistently funnier in rap is Ludacris. Yes, that's true. Yeah, no, there's who is to me the king of funny, funny raps. Rap. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, they are so good. <laughs> Feels I just listened to the number, <laughs> number one spot this morning and I was running. It, it, that song is so good. Yeah. Ludicrous. Yeah. Anyways. So Outkast, um, yes. So yeah, and Outkast are very the fathers of, of kind of Southern rap. Hey um, Ya being like a literally really legendary song. song by itself, I struggle with. It's because both. as much as I loved it at the time, it, like many other songs, became so played out for me that even now, the sad thing is, uh, it's become that song that when I hear it on the radio, one, two, three, I'm four. still gonna turn. So interesting. Interesting thing about Hey Ya uh, is, first off, Big Boy's not on the song at all, okay. which is fascinating because they won Song of the Year, Album of the Year, everything, and their number one big hit, Big Boy's not on. Mm-hmm. And I think Big Boy, when you say Baby's Mama's Mama's, Big Boy, def, that's Big Boy's voice. Now, Andre Two Thousand says that actual line. But listening to him alone and his raps are way funnier. Like yeah. under three thousand, kind of the thinker, I would say, of those two. But um, so that's a that's a complicated. The ice cube. Of yeah, <laughs> and then obviously that that song came from the double album, Speaker Box and the Love Below. Yeah, which was which, amazing. So good, but inter- they they recorded the only re- they only got together to record four of those songs. I watched like a documentary on that album because hmm. I've done a lot of research on Hey Ya being the greatest song ever. Oh, okay, that's awesome. And. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, so then they recorded just separately. Like they, they've never. They're kind of a group that has never broken up, uh-huh. but really, it's they're not like, like they're hanging it's out. It's a loveless marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a what? 
loveless marriage. Oh, I thought you said it's an Elvis marriage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Um, yeah, so Outcast is definitely my number one. I like I said, and it, and that's definitely my like my number one. Like my yeah. So that's obviously, and this goes back to what I said in the beginning, which is these are emotive yeah choices for sure. Okay, so we I gave a shout out to Run DMC as mm-hmm. far as honorable mentions. Cypress Hill is also on my honorable mentions list. Do you have any other honorable mentions you want to? Uh yeah, Digital okay. Underground. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, Shock G and that's where Tupac came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, historic for sure. And. Uh, Humpty Dance. So I mean, I guess you could say, hey, yeah, but like Humpty Dance is gonna be at every like bar mitzvah till the end of time. <laughs> Maybe I'm not saying that's what I makes mean, it the greatest like, thing ever. Hey, yeah, can be at weddings, but Humpty I, Dance is gonna be at every bar mitzvah. I would argue that, and like, it's actually the content of Hey Yeah. Like, if if nothing lasts forever, then what makes love the exception? Like, oh. they're actually saying, like, it's not only the best dancing song ever; it's actually an incredibly deep song. And if incredibly you, it deep. is if you ever listen to it you can go on YouTube and search acoustic cover of Heya and watch it and it's it's heartbreaking it's a beautiful piece of music okay I also just have to mention Feldo DeVoe okay for the sole reason uh-huh. that every single Friday in, in high school they would play music in the quad and uh-huh. it was just poison oh <laughs> <laughs> um. I also wanted to mention Migos, which is newer. Okay. Right? They've been around for the last 10 years. Okay. I think they've put out a lot of good songs. I think they're going to keep putting out some good songs. Okay. So that's, I guess, I, I, I didn't want to list them because um, yeah. they're not better than any of the groups I said. That yet, would be a hard no. They're on, they were on the list. I think they're on there. You can honorable mention <laughs> a new group, but yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's do top five real quick. My number five is BC Boys. Number four is NWA. Number, well, number four is Wu Tang. Number three is NWA. Um, number two is Tribe Called Quest, and number one is Outcast. Okay. So I say Cypress Hill, Tribe Called Quest, NWA, Beastie Boys, Run DMC. Right. So we share Beastie Boys, Tribe Called Quest, and NWA. Yeah. And we are different on Wu-Tang and Outcast, and uh, yeah. Cypress Hill and Run DMC. Great. I am surprised. I'm impressed. Okay. I feel like... I'd like to believe that I had a hand in your good choices on this list. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to argue I'm with that. I'm hoping I had an impact. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in life. <laughs> um, what are you eating lately? So I am eating, I don't know what I'm eating lately, if that means like a constant thing, uh-huh. but this past weekend I went to Portland uh-huh. and I visited Voodoo Donuts and you know I'm the kind of person who I basically don't believe people's recommendations until okay, 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 right. it's proven to yep, me. Yeah, you relate to Harry Potter. <laughs> so, basically I went to, I saw Voodoo Donuts, I saw there was a line down the block, I'll come back. Uh-huh. I came back later, there's a line down the block, so I said, I guess this place is in and out, and I gotta stand on the line. Okay. So I did, and what I would like to let everyone else know is that there's a reason there's a line down the block. This is, in fact, an exceptional donut. Okay. And I don't say that lightly. I'm yeah. not. I'm not a massive donut fan. Right. But I've never a had a person. donut quite like that. Yeah. There. That was not cake bread. Right. That was. Different. Mm-hmm. They have a voodoo donut at Universal Studios. I'm, I've heard it's not the same. Luke and Luke's been. I've here. never been there, so I wouldn't yeah. know, and neither would he. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't know either. Yeah. Um, I am eating uh, smoked salmon for breakfast. I've had it a few lox. times. Yeah, lox, okay. we would say. And we go, I went to Costco, which I rarely do, like a week and a half ago, and I bought like so much smoked salmon for You're $10. You're preparing for your bar mitzvah? Everything. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> no, I, uh, so 
It's just so good. Like it's to me, it's such an underrated food. It's so good. Huh. It is. It's not like cheap, but it's filling and it's really good. Huh. So I don't know. I'm just I'm wild about smoked salmon. Uh-huh. And I wonder, like, do Norwegians really eat smoked salmon like all the time? Because everything's like Norwegian, like Nordic branded. And, oh. And like you go to IKEA, and there's smoked salmon at, at that restaurant. I bet you they do. They eat some weird stuff up there. Yeah. I mean, but like what else they can eat? Yeah, it's true. Salted fish. I, I've seen a documentary about some salted fish breweries. Uh-huh. Rookeries, there. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Do you have a hot sports take? Uh, I would like to say, in a timely manner, congrats to Tiger Woods. Oh, that's mine too. Yeah, I saw a sportscaster this morning say, after all his trials and losses over the last ten years, this isn't just a sports story; this is a human story. Mm-hmm. And I thought, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what's funny is the same people that say how great this is. Uh-huh are these same people that said, like, I can't believe this guy and the mistakes he's made. Yeah. Like, it's the same media I mean, that covers. what mistakes are we talking about? His personal life? Yeah, he had a massive personal life problem 10 years ago. Okay. And he's had a lot of injuries since then. Okay. So, like, woman, like, he was sleeping around on his wife. Sure. And, Which is know, fascinating. In a major way. Because we don't care about that if it's the president, but we do care if <laughs> well, he we, plays a yeah. sport that affects nobody. Right. Exactly. So, and I, I think it's a weird story. I think it's actually very American of us to destroy a hero yeah and then when he wins yeah like when he performs well i was behind you the whole I say, time oh, i love this guy <laughs> but on the other hand i actually i have a really clear memory of tiger's last major win which mm-hmm. was 11 years ago mm-hmm. jess and i are about to move back move to california from new jersey and we mm-hmm. went to vermont and i got to watch the end of sunday which is like the final of tiger winning the u.s open in 2008 with my grandpa which i really really enjoyed he was loving it i was calvin loving it. calvin okay. yeah so and um I'm like, my dad doesn't Yeah, not your dad. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's a really special memory for me. So I've had that locked as that's the last time the Tiger won a major. Um, so it's, I've actually kind of really experienced his drought in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, cause, just because, just, yeah, personally, it's really affected me. <laughs> but I just mean, like, I know exactly, I kind of know exactly when he last won. So him winning again, like, and at 43, which never happens in golf, was definitely cool. Well, except for that other guy. Right. Parent Corner. Okay, am I supposed to tell a funny story? You can do whatever you want. It can be funny, heartwarming. Okay, I have lots of funny stories, mm-hmm. but none at my fingertips. Okay. Um, what I would like to share is the mantra I know you've heard me say before, but I live by, which is little kids, little problems, mm-hmm. big kids, big problems. Okay. So I've got medium problems. Okay. <laughs> how, how I've got 11-year-old twins, twins right. who are going to be 12 and less than two months uh-huh. right so have just finished their first year of junior high right, right. and up until now 100% it's been little kids little problems yeah, yeah, and yeah. I have felt acutely aware of that uh-huh. and trying not to be dismissive with them but also let's keep things in perspective right, right. and last night I, my daughter came to me and they both come talk to me mm-hmm. a lot which I really enjoy but I just felt acutely aware she had a problem that was more medium-sized. Mm-hmm. And I was grateful that she was sharing it with me. Yeah. But she feels like, um, I, I feel like I have to say, she, this is a whole other thing, but okay. she has, she's 11 years old and she has friends who are joining social media. Oh, okay, okay. And this is a thing. Right. Right? And we have made a decision as a household not to do that. Okay. And... She's on board. Okay. But what's hard for her is she says, I feel like my friends are maybe leading me in the dust or something. And yeah, yeah, and that they're growing up. And I said, I asked her, 
So what, you know, what do you want to do? Do you wish that you were doing social media? And she said, no, I wish she wasn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to do that. That's my choice. I wish she was making the same choice as me. Right, right, her friend. So I was glad to hear her say Interesting. she Understand wasn't it. Yeah. jealous. Right. Just sad. Um, just, you know, concerned. Yeah, and yeah, crazy. I, about her friend, and so we had, instead we had a conversation about, this is also a recurring conversation, that we have to accept people for who they are, right, not who you want right. them to be, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild. Yeah, you're right. Big kids, big problems. That's crazy. This is a medium problem. Me- okay, medium problem. Um, Pippa has... Uh, developed like much more clearer moods like she clearly fake cries now which is yeah. which is hilarious to me like it's hard not to laugh when she's doing it yeah and then what I love she also has a funny mood like she'll get in this thing where she's telling a joke she thinks uh-huh. and she'll be like <laughs> it's like that was not funny like you don't even she doesn't speak she only has like four or five words right now it's so funny like it's like why are you in this like how did you get in this jokey mood like what did you hear that was funny yeah you know? like, yeah it's like it's I understand nature versus nurture right I understand when I take something away and you cry and you fake cry because you're fake sad you know yeah it's like, it's like I get that but how does she how does she get into a joke mood like yeah I don't get it like, I like how you're keeping it real you're like that wasn't funny yeah I don't, it's like, it's like, how you, you did not Okay. Last thing was, what do you want to plug? Yeah, um, I'm not sure what I would plug except make a recommendation, which I know I've made to you before, which is that I read that series of books by Robert Galbraith, uh-huh. which is actually what's your face most famous author oh, 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 in the oh, world, oh, world. Um, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling, right? <laughs> As a name, I can't so remember. Magically. She has a pen name, Robert Galbraith. She's like the Oprah of authorship. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, and the first book's called Cuckoo's Calling, and they're mysteries, and they're super fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I, I do need to get into that. Um, yeah. I'm going to plug the Strava exercise app. So I've been exercising, getting back in exercising a lot more lately, and for years I was using Nike Run to track my exercises, mm-hmm. and never thought, like, why would I switch? Yeah. You know, like, there's a lot of things where, why switch? Like, there's, there's, these are very, Spotify, Apple Music, we kind of mentioned, they're very um, comparable services. I'm curious why we need an app to track exercise distances so for me it, it, it gps tracks a distance okay. on my phone and that's okay. the basic use of both of them i thought it was an app that was like good job big guy strava does strava does have i measure distances and it tracks your distances it keeps like shows you how many miles you ran in the month like it's just kind of interesting to, okay. to do all that um but the other thing that it does is there's a whole so and there's the same on nike run there's a whole social aspect and other people on the app who are your friends on facebook and like like your give you kudos it says for uh, your, well for your exactly run. what I just so said feed- there is some feedback on the back. but what I enjoy is it's a, that would just make me competitive and irritated with is, everybody else so what I enjoy is uh, I mean yeah I think that's part of it it's definitely there's definitely a comp- you can go into competitions with people okay and like like first to ten miles or something like that uh-huh. in, in, over a certain amount of days I would um, just get up and hammer it out really quick. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the uh, but it's it does a way better job at showing people's roots, which I really enjoy. So I can scroll through my Strava and see where my friends have been running, which oh. that to me is interesting. So like I have a friend in Toronto, and they're like, look, they're running around Toronto. Like to me, that that to me is fun. So that is super sweet when you say that. For some reason, I hearken back to the very beginning of Netflix uh-huh. when it was a subscription only service, uh-huh. and I could see what my friends who I friended with on Netflix and I could see what they're watching and all I would spend an entire evening with my husband just judging other people's choices (laughs) well I think that happens like I'm definitely one of the slower runners I see because I can imagine like some of my friends who run like seven minute miles I'm like man that's fast they must see me and are like 
What's he doing? What's that guy even like doing? Like, is he breaking a sweat? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's hilarious for me to even say that about Netflix because I, you know, all my friends are watching documentaries. Right. And I, I was like, die hard, die hard, die hard. You know? <laughs> I mean, like, nothing's happening to me. <laughs> just keep watching die hard. I'm just judging other people's really educational choices. <laughs> That's funny. Cool. Well, thanks, Sarah. I'm glad we did this. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you made such good choices for your top five. Thank you. I was concerned about you. Were you were worried about it. What, what did you think? Like, what were the bad choices that could have happened? Um, like, I don't know. I, I think Gangstar? I was worried you were gonna de- Gangstar is amazing. I, I think I was worried you were going to defend something that was, um, you know, really poor. Like, I don't know. Hey, y'all is the best song in the world. <laughs>